Nervous Habits Bonus Content Hello, Namaste, Shalom, and welcome to Nervous Habits Bonus Content, you guys. This is the third edition of our bonus um, episodes here at Nervous Habits. You know the you know the deal by now. Uh, we bring back previous guests for those of you who just want more nervous habits. Who you know have some free time. You're at the gym. You're you're cooking dinner. You're waiting in line at the mall. You know you're you're getting gas. What what have you? And these episodes, in case you don't know, you know. Usually, there's a we hold ourselves to a pretty high standard here at Nervous Habits. We do a lot of research. We 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 I do a lot of research beforehand. Um, make sure that you know I'm well informed on all the topics. But the bonus episodes, pretty much the bar is the floor. Like I do no preparation for these whatsoever, and we just you know my guests and I just kind of shoot the shit, and it's for it's really only for the dedicated fans out there. So without further ado, let me introduce to y'all. Uh, Returning from episode 12 of the podcast, my longtime friend, Mr. Adam Michael Rabinowitz. Welcome to bonus episode. Happy to be back. Thanks for inviting me to the club. Well, the, the club, like, <laughs> you're dressed for it. So, uh, so yeah, let me, let me set the scene for you guys. You're, you're listening at home. So, Adam and I are chilling. We got a couple, got a couple drinks here to, to loosen up. Um, as I said, you know, we don't have any, really any idea what, there's no, there's no script. There's no outline. We don't know, like, what we're gonna, what we're talking about. It's, it's just gonna be organic. You guys are witnessing live. Um, literally, like unedited, unfiltered. It's just going to be off the top, whatever whatever comes to mind. Uh, so, Adam and I, as I may have mentioned, we had a, a, a radio show in school, uh, sports with Rick Rab and and Goldie and Stewart, and uh, it was mainly sports focused. But you know, we had some good segments, right? Yeah, largely. I mean, I think it was mostly sports. I don't know if we ever got into the deep issues. <laughs> did, did we? I feel like there was one episode. Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we had our returning guests. I feel like one time we had a random guest in, in the show. It was usually your mom, my dad, Stuart, the Stuart Schmidt, and then one time we had a totally random guest. But I think we largely stuck to sports. I don't know if we yeah. really broached any other topics of importance. Yeah, this will be like the, the first... podcast is like the evolution, the the your... next the next phase yeah, of it's like like Pokemon. Like that was uh, yeah. was it. Uh, Charmander, Charmander. The now, now we're uh, what was the one after Charmander? Charmeleon, Chameleon, or Charmeleon? Charmeleon. We're like we're evolving. We're moving forward. We actually did a. Uh, do you remember we did a reunion episode? Yeah. <laughs> Re- Speaking reunion. of Amity Hall, we went on. Um, yeah, right. We went on. Uh, no, nobody's gonna get any of these references. We went. <laughs> we were on my couch in Astoria, and we did some like Facebook Live or something or Instagram Live. And um, we just started talking about some – I don't even know what it was, but nobody was listening. <laughs> was uh, the, no, we did get some shout-outs. Yeah, I think, I think we did get lists, uh, a, couple, a couple of people from shout-out. I mean these people aren't listening. Just like like came out of the woodwork. Like, oh, what's up, guys? Oh, who knows? Been, I could see it on Facebook or YouTube. It's like, been, I knew uh, those people. We're just waiting for this bonus episode to go viral. But like I said, guys, the bar is super low for this. I don't want, I don't want you – You know, we're, we're three minutes in. I don't want you guys thinking like, what is this shit? Like if, you know, if you're a regular listener, nervous habits you come for the content the psychology the philosophy the technology all the takeaways and you find it entertaining and you know thought provoking this ain't going to be that like we are we are literally we're just we're just chilling right here <laughs> we've we've moved around a lot i mean we uh we started out we, we essentially lived together for four years in, in college i mean literally like we've spent more time together in the last like 10 9 10 years we've probably spent more time together than any non-family non-relationship Pretty accurate, yeah. I yeah. mean, especially in the four years. Unless I you're mean, cheating on me with someone else. No, no. Right. I mean, you know, we've been got in a, separate, got a side We've been in separate cities for five years, and you know, that was intentional, man. Once you went to Brown, I was like, "Give me the fuck, give me out of here." Yeah, it's I mean, uh, get out of uh, Adam Free card. <laughs> uh, yeah, give give me out. Yeah, but uh, no, like we freshman year. If you guys are curious, freshman year. Um, I might have. I don't know if I mentioned any of this on the first episode because it was more like strategic. We're going to focus on education, yada yada yada. But, I think um, we just dove right into the issue. But yeah, frankly. we need we need we're going to drink a little bit. We're going to try to you know. You got to balance my super serious episode with the. It has to be. I, you know, someone wrote in. Someone was like, "Man, that Adam, that Adam, he's you know, yeah, Debbie get, Downer, get, like. get, get that guy a drink." <laughs> but uh, I, Adam's drinking a cranberry vodka right now out of a world champion Cubs glass. I don't know how that happened. And he's he's a slow drinker, guys. He's he's taking his taking his sweet time. But no, so freshman year, I mean, literally, 
uh, it was almost like we lived together because he would walk, he would trek across campus every morning to uh, to shake me well, awake. Well, I would trek across campus. No, he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For li- social psychology. Like, like Kill Billy. Would, I'd be comatose. Wake up! Like, literally. <laughs> dude, literally. I'm not even telling. Like, I have such problems waking up. I'm, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm so tempted to call you because now we're both in D.C. and be like, hey, man, can you come get me? Yeah, it's like I call the way to Akington. Okay, so like realistically... Like, is that possible? I mean, that's out of the way. Wait, so you're you're living... I don't want to give too much info, but you're living yeah, in yeah, Southeast. Yeah, it's like Adam's living in... <laughs> no, right, so, so you're living in Southeast, and I and you work in DuPont. No, I work in McPherson. I don't right know, I don't know White, that is. Right by the White House. Uh, wow, like, <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Wait, so you work by the White House. So well, I'm, that's the only landmark that people will understand. So I, you can't come wake process. me up before... No, I mean, you gotta. Go, I have to go out of my way, southeast to right. northeast and northwest. Here's our first topic. Like this, is, like I said, organic, just, just whatever. How the hell do you wake up in the morning? Like, for me, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just not motivated, but whenever I'm lying in bed and the alarm goes off, I, I just, I don't, like... It's like a ball rolling down a hill. There's inertia. I have to literally like stand in the middle of the street and push that car up the hill. You know what I mean? Like, how do you force yourself up in the morning? Yeah, well, it's actually interesting. You know, in college and graduate school, uh, I used to just like get right out of bed, and this was when I didn't get any sleep. So, like, especially in graduate school, like three to four hours of sleep a night. Undergrad wasn't much better, but like graduate school was doing everything. Yeah, working, studying, etc. And uh, yeah, I somehow managed to get myself out of bed in the circumstances where you can't imagine, like, oh, three hours of sleep. You just want to, like, put the covers up and <laughs> not get out of bed. Now, ironically enough, I get, like, seven to eight hours. I that's get nice. up, and then I just sit and look at my phone for 15 minutes. Dude, must- they, they say that's, like, so un- – the most unhealthy thing you could do is look at your phone immediately when you wake up and when you go back <laughs> yeah, to sleep. Yeah, I'm a terrible culprit. It's, that. like, bad for your vision. It's bad for your like, – like I don't your- do it going to bed. I do it waking up, which is a bad habit. I do – I have a routine. It's, like, Yahoo Fantasy Sports, Fantasy Baseball, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, my email, and then I'll go in the shower. It's some weird habit that's that I've nuts. developed that is not particularly good. So, you know, that I, it's part of my wake-up routine. I can't get right out of bed. I need to, like, futz around on my phone for 15 minutes. And- Dude. I, yeah, I'm, like, I'm so bad at mornings. It's, it's, actually, it's actually horrifying. But, like... It's there's some people who wake up in the mornings and they like say a gratitude prayer or whatever. I'm just like, how can you even how can you even like formulate a thought in the morning? I'm just I'm just like Is that that first cup of coffee? I'm just all over the place, man. Um but anyway, so yeah, so freshman you know, we're, you know but you can we you can be explicit here. We're going right, right. to this is the No, this is the unedited version. Although in the episode with the second bonus episode with Stephanos um, and Jeremy Stevenos said some stuff that was even like beyond the censors. It was like you know you need a black box to cover <laughs> it up. But uh, nah, man. Then fresh sophomore year we lived together, and then junior year was you know kind of a shit show. And then senior year, you know taco night at uh, yeah, Hammer Street. Yeah, we that by the way. And have, yeah, anytime you want, man. Uh, you know we'll do a, we'll do a big taco night. We'll, we'll get we'll get Andrew involved. Like the whole the whole, actually I don't, Andrew doesn't listen. Um, everybody, you know we'll get we'll <laughs> get every, chip in. I everybody. Don't think he'll come, oh my god, no, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, he, he doesn't listen. To this. But um, but yeah. So yeah, man, and it's it's been a journey. It's been Boston to to DC, and and uh, and yeah. Well, we were walking, we were walking down the street. This is right after we saw the movie. No, this was after dinner on the way to the movie. And there were like three things that we started talking about, and I was like, shit, that'd be really good for the podcast. Do you remember? I don't remember, dude. It was it was good. It was really good. I uh, forgot. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, I guess I'm gonna have to enjoy <laughs> some dead air while we uh, <laughs> well while, while we piece this together. And that's the problem when you don't like plan anything out. Is a podcast is very much it's you a know, structured arc. It's almost like a TV show. Like imagine if you had a TV show where nobody planned anything out. It'd be like the Truman Show. You're just watching someone. You Isn't know. that Seinfeld? Like the whole idea is like this unplanned, spontaneous character this is going to be very meta but but you know i'm liking i'm liking this conversation it's, it's very it's very meta because we're talking about you know this, we're talking about something that we're portraying yeah you're right like sign but no it it wasn't like seinfeld because seinfeld is a show about nothing but a lot happened like and you, you saw all of seinfeld right i've seen most of seinfeld like each episode there was some interesting either you had kramer who was like starting a business venture or jerry was dating a woman who had like certain eccentricities it wasn't like go to work come home Go to sleep and do it all over again for five days a week. But I'm saying it was wildly unstructured as compared to other 
sitcoms and television shows that have carefully constructed arcs, shows episodes that build off of one another. Yeah. You know, there are these like self-contained episodes that are based on the most minutiae of things that seem to arise organically. Organically. Like, like me getting a drink right now from across the room. No pressure, buddy. Yeah. Seinfeld, a show about nothing. But yeah, I I feel like it, it might beg. I don't know if folks are interested. I mean, maybe we reprise that conversation about a virtual another world, you know, other parallel realities and universes. Well, I don't know if uh, can they hear me when I'm over here, Adam? What what, what are the audio waves look like? Uh, I need to see your password. <laughs> That's okay. You're not getting my password. But no, um, I was gonna say before we go there, I like what we're talking about. Wait, you want wait, television? Well, well, just no, 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 not even television, but just the concept of like. A TV show about your life. Alright, so did you ever see The Truman Show? Yeah, I've seen The Truman Show. This is kind of cool because, like, literally, we have not planned this discussion. It's, it's it's evolving right now as we speak. So The Truman Show is an amazing movie, and it's like, it's it's a show where, essentially, this guy, if you haven't seen the movie, this guy doesn't realize, but his life is a 24-hour show. Do you think, in real life, like, people would watch a show like that? It's an interesting question. I mean, I guess, what would... What would folks find interesting in that, you know, just monitoring someone's life? You know, is it you get invested in the trivialities and, like, following a person grow up and experience love and experience tragedy? And is there some pleasure in that? I mean, there's nothing extraordinary about following a person's life. I think it's not – I don't think it's pleasure. I think it's comfort. It's like knowing that – that let's say all right have you ever been awake at night and like rampant insomnia and nobody is awake and you're like you feel like you're the only person in the world that's awake and maybe you can't relate unless you have like anxiety or insomnia but like no matter what you can turn on the tv and truman's like you can watch him sleep which is kind of creepy or you can just like you know what it's almost like you're friends with him you have a friend you have someone that's reliable that's always there well i'll throw this back at you i mean that could very well reflect you know the perennial posters on instagram you know instagram wow. stories and facebook lives i mean isn't that the same exact thing people document their lives for the world to I, I feel like this conversation is too good for a bonus episode <laughs> we're gonna have to stop this conversation and and create a whole new episode well you know what's funny about that i was talking to someone about this recently um in many ways, the Truman Show was ahead of its time because the show was the show was essentially excuse me the movie was the movie was in the late nineteen the, la- the late nineties and it's all about the concept of publicly broadcasting all of your happenings to the world. Which, yeah, and this to was your point, social media, exactly a hundred percent. So your point, it was a premonition of you know what would later be Facebook Live and Instagram Stories and Snapchat Stories. So like a movie, I was telling someone a movie like that would do much better today. Than back then, but it begs the question: uh, Like, well, would it? I mean, then people would be like, "Oh, yeah, that's what I experience on social media." That's it, true. It was more of a novel concept in 1997 or 1996, whenever the movie was released. Dude, there's like a disorder in psychology. Um, you might have heard disorders in childhood, Ellen, right? You might have heard. Uh, that's the. By the way, that's the Danny voice. We have a. Uh, should we tell them the story? You it, can it, tell them the story. Yeah. Do you want to try? You don't remember. Uh, I'm actually struggling to come up with how it arose. What a cop out! So, oh my god. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm like embarrassed to tell that story. Anyway, so disorders and childhood. So there's a disorder called the Truman Show disorder where people who, who have schizophrenia. That's actually a thing. Yeah, the dude. It's, show I'll show you. It's, it's a thing. People who have schizophrenia are convinced that their entire life is a TV show. It's like a, a manifestation of paranoid personality disorder, and their entire life is a TV show, the Truman Show delusion, and everyone is is like is um is like a paid actor. The Truman is a delusion in which the person believes their lives are staged reality shows that are being watched by cameras. Hmm. So it's like it's crazy to. to but was this uh, this was a known syndrome? It was just rebranded, or is it something that organically arose because of the cultural context that surrounded it? Like, has there always been this idea that a condition in which you feel like people around you are staged, or is it something that's just arisen in the social media era hmm. where they're cameras all around and your lives are documented and this like pervasive did you see uh almost reminds me of white bear like oh yeah well i mean of course the episode should be devoted to like dissecting black mirror i feel like yeah wait i the problem with the bonus episodes i mean i didn't run into this with jeremy and stephanos in the bonus episodes is i feel like i'm too serious yes (laughs) yeah he's he's a little well he's not drinking enough but no the problem is like i is you and i once we start talking i i feel like i i don't want to sound 
um, like overly presumptive, but I feel like we're, there's going to be gems that are unlocked, and these are bonus gems. <laughs> um, we need real gems. But no, uh, to your point, I mean, we could do an episode on that, but just like the, the visual of having people following around with, with cell phones. Um, the Truman Show, White Bear. It says, by the way, the Truman Show delusion is not part of the DSM, so I have to like let you guys know. Um, it's like and, disclaimer uh, and small print. <laughs> and there's, do you ever start, do you ever like go on Wikipedia and you look at do one you thing? Do the, what is that called? Where you end up in a rabbit hole and you like wind up looking at a term 15 pages later or something like that? You know, this will be fun actually because I can't do something like this in a normal episode. But let's uh let, let's let's like let's do that right now. So essentially, I mean, I think there was a game. It was like you have to connect like uh, Peter Pan with like Big Mac, and you only have like five jumps. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So you go from like Peter Pan to Disney. This one might might not be the hard Disney to pop culture. I don't think that's a Wikipedia page. Um, but you know what I mean. Then you end up at like McDonald's and Big Mac. So, but it's just interesting. Like you just start clicking. The problem of other minds. So now we just clicked. Uh, I feel like this is cheating. This is like like good content. Given that I can only observe the behavior of others, how can I know that others have minds? What? So, oh wait. Oh, is this the idea that like you're imposing? Basically, your worldview is shaping what others say, do, act, etc. So oh. everything is driven by you. But if you know your world, you shape your world basically, and everyone in it. That's what this problem is alluding to. So can you know for sure that it's actually an, a distinct being? Like, am I? are you imagining that I'm saying all these things? Are you projecting that I'm saying all these things? That I'm just a constructed image in your mind and you're just a solitary being? Dude, I'm like – I'm doing a whole episode on – so so this, this is an advanced preview because you guys are uh, – because you listen to the bonus episode, you, you, you get the, the content. It's like the trailer. So <laughs> the trailer, like in a world. No, so literally it's like – like a PG-13 Black Mirror. In the- <laughs> so in a couple – so this is 21A. In a couple weeks, I'm going to release episode 24, which is probably going to be – in my opinion, like one of my best episodes because I put in a ton of research into it. I think you should listen because Adam's Adam's a very selective listener of the podcast. <laughs> so anyway, but it poses the question, which is very much what you're settling, uh, which what you're um, implying of how do we know that how do we know that anything that we do is any form of objective reality rather than like some simulation? And it's like I I mean it's so like tempting to go into this, but. That's all I'll say, um, and yeah. So I think I think if, if any of this is interesting to you, you, you should listen to episode twenty four because that's going to be really good. But anyway, so let's go back to this um, this Wikipedia thing. Did we have Wikipedia in college? Yeah, is Wikipedia's that a stupid question? Been around for a long time, dude. Who was I talking to about this? Uh, I remember in Holly, I was talking about how when we were in college, we didn't have Snapchat, did we? Not Snapchat. Or maybe Snapchat was like a junior senior year thing. Oh no! Holly, oh, so Holly was talking to me about how because my sister was visiting me in DC and she was like, "Oh, I don't want to capture all the experiences on my phone. So, you know, why do I have this, uh, this fixation with like you know uh, watching fireworks? And this is something we've talked about many times on the show. And you and I have talked about ad nauseum. And I think that it wasn't the case in college." That we had to do that. Yeah, I don't remember being as upset. And I admittedly am a culprit of kind of the environment around me. But yeah, you know, feeling the need to document trips, adventures, like just random outings, good food. I mean, I feel like we didn't do that a lot in college. Maybe it's because our experiences weren't necessarily, excuse me, either distinctive, that distinctive or that it was so constrained and confined. Or that we were just caught in the minutiae of our... I think it has to do with atmosphere. social approval indicators. They weren't – the behavioral addiction wasn't like well, – Also, your peers were like 50 feet away from you. Basically. Right. Exactly. If you're your in a community – Yeah, yeah. Um, man, there's like – there's there's so much so – much, Wait, what is – So dr- much to what explore. What is dream argument? Dream argument? The act of dreaming provides evidence that the senses we trust to distinguish real. Dude, this is too high level, man. People who listen to the bonus, actually, so I'm not gonna mention names, but I know someone that listens to the this podcast as a pre, as a pregame. Like literally, I was uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, and my friend was like, "Hey, like, so this girl I knew in college, when she pregames with her friends, they listen to Nervous Habits podcast." <laughs> and I what was are like, the prompts to drink exactly? Like, whenever I say, "What do you think I say a lot?" Um. I, I don't know if you have a certain catchphrase that you use enough to 
drink to? Whenever I get excited and speak too quickly. Or like when you raise your voice. When I raise my voice. No, it needs, it needs to be something super super, uh, the, 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 super specific. Yeah. Maybe whenever I say something like, like yeah, like <laughs> that'll be. Uh, my, my roommate just walked in. Andrew, say hi. Hello. Hello, hello, world. We were just we were just talking about how um. So this is this is like a bonus episode. Uh-huh. So it's unedited, unfiltered. It's only for the diehard fans of the okay. podcast. And I was just telling Adam how someone actually listens to my podcast, at least one person, to pregame. Uh-huh. So I asked him, "What do you think I say that people will pregame to?" You know, like if you're watching a movie or a TV show, it's like drinks. I mean, we have a Buffy drinking game or like Django and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Use your imagination. Like any any. You talk quickly and have a high energy, so it probably elevates people's current but like, is there a word or a phrase that I say that people will like I don't know it's kind of interesting to think about I got drinks with a girl who was a climate skeptic it did not go well okay you're, you're live I appreciate I appreciate I'm sure people appreciate uh, you sharing that but anyway so I'm, I'm wondering I feel like there has to, there's gotta be something so okay, Adam and I had these like weird ticks in college. Where uh, is ticks the right word? I feel like this. no, I don't think ticks is the right word. Uh, I I mean it is kind of okay. phrases whatever. So we were weird, man. Like like can we what, say that? The, I mean yeah, it's fair enough. I'm still weird. So today. Adam and I, I don't think we've we've openly divulged on the podcast. We're in a relationship. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we're coming out, it's boys. Like no, so can you imagine? Nervous at live. Uh, by the way, Adam is. Uh, I just want to like. It's a bonus episode, dude. Adam is like killing it at life. We were having dinner tonight. Just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a, like a moment. And I don't know how it came up, but Adam's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm editing a book right now. Like I'm doing some like freelance. I'm just like, dude, what the hell, man? You've made it. So like, I just want to give him want want to give him like like a moment of uh, you know a moment of silence to, to, uh, <laughs> for what <laughs> a moment of silence for the all the all the, all the ladies out there that won't be able to. Uh... But no, so I wanted to say, um, where was I going with this? I'm usually better. We're trying to find a phrase that no, 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 no. You say, but you were gonna emphasize how weird we were in college. Okay, so we were really weird that. in college, and I think that what's weird to the point of like the one time we tried oh to stay in the library after two o'clock, and we were like, "Oh my god, we're staying in the library until three. Like, we're hiding in the storage closet of the basement to avoid the watch of library." Oh yeah, because the library is almost like that episode of Arthur. The library was open till. Till two AM, and we wanted to like it was like our, our last week. We were like, we're staying here all night. But then um, it was me, Adam, and Adam's girlfriend, and uh, and we were like, we were like, okay, like we're gonna stay here all night. But then we were really paranoid because all three of us are like a little neurotic, and and we and like anytime there was any movement, it was literally thirty. I think we lasted thirty minutes. And like we were, we're like, gotta get we out were planning to stay until open the next day, but then there was like a fan, and we were like, oh my god, like we're gonna we're, we're going to jail. It's like, um, but. We were weird, but I think the beauty of Adam's and I's friendship, Adam and I's friendship is, um, okay. So I think that of the two of us, tell me if you agree. I am okay. by I am by far the weirder one, and you are the more grounded, normal person. And I, and I like extract the weirdness from you. Like, say for instance, you have you have like Coke mixed with ginger ale, Coca Cola okay. and ginger ale. No bad example. You have milk mixed with Coke. It's gonna turn brown. So I'm the milk. I'm the Coke, and you're the milk. <laughs> Okay, so that makes me like plain and vanilla. <laughs> what, yeah. dude? You have like you're a great source of calcium and and like like <clears throat> very practical. Like calcium, folks relate to episode twelve. <laughs> no, but like Go for your bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because you know what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. I feel like I, I bring that out of you. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's. Fair. And I feel like you, like you like bring other things out. Like like you also like challenge me to be like a normal functioning human being. I, I would say you're a normal functioning human being without my support and guidance. But yeah, we had a lot of weird stuff in college. Like, <laughs> sounds so weird when I say it like that. Um, I mean, the whole Danny voice came is like, and then we would so re- resort to that at a moment's notice. Oh something. my god! So Adam and I, so we. Oh god, I'm like, I'm like, I know this it's is the like most, overload. Like, <laughs> no, but like, what can we, I don't want to like say I mean, something. If anyone is listening is being thrown in like 80 directions. It's like. <laughs> Pop quiz. Like, no, I know, but like, can if you make out what the arc is? <laughs> the thing is, is that anyone that listens to this is listening to this. And by the way, of the, of the bonus episodes that we've had, this is by far the most disjointed, incoherent, and like all over the place one. So who knows if I will even end up posting this? Because like you're not making it. Yeah, you didn't make the cut, buddy. But I was gonna say. It's um, like a Frankenstein monster. I, I've like, like, you have to piece I've had more to drink up. than Adam, by the way. Adam's like again, like the the Coca Cola versus Remember the, the milk. glass of wine. 
The glass of wine. Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna mention. Well, okay, I'll mention this too. So, 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 uh, you know, Adam's editing a book, and in addition to that, you know, he's he's uh, he's getting UberX instead of Uber Cool. He's buying like wine at restaurants, like it's no big deal. I'm just like, dude, you made it, man. That's how you know when you're you're doing grocery shopping without checking the price. Okay, oh, pound of ground beef, throw it in. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> T-bone steak. But I was gonna say um, that. I've, first of all, I've had more to drink than Adam. Adam's like, whatever. But the reason why I'm being cautious about what I'm saying is we live in this culture on the internet of like soundbite cult. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. you you work like alongside like public relations and like journalism. Yeah. So anything you say 20 years later, someone's going to dig up a podcast. People are going to dig this up. Well, that's the pitfall. You know, the new – the modern presidential candidate will – there will be a lot more oppo research because you can just go on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat and – and Occupy all the crazy things that you do in college or graduate school or in your young adulthood, and that'll be used against you. Fifty years ago, forty years—I mean, even twenty years ago—whatever you did when you were twenty-two, it was like you know what? What is the phrase like? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, or something like that. That's not the phrase, buddy. No, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. Of course, that's the phrase. Yeah, but it's the same thing with when in a past age, you know, things that you did at 20, 21, 22, you might as well have been like relegated to the history books. There was no verifiable evidence. Now you could just pull up a clip from like, oh, from 2010, this Facebook video from this seemingly innocuous moment in college, and that's it, you know? And there's irrefutable evidence to that. We're all messed up, but, like, somehow there's there's going to be people out there who just squeaky clean, you know? They don't have to worry about nothing. Um, so <laughs> Adam, Adam is like, I wish you guys could see this right now. Adam just gave me, like, the double eyebrow, and he's just taking a swig. He's just like, I, I can't. I can't deal with this anymore. But, um, yeah, the Danny voice was a thing. We uh well the five a.m. walks. Well, so I mentioned okay. So Adam and I were both like super. We were tryhards, right? Like we stayed. We both put all our work to the off, point of obsessive OCD about. It. We put our work off. Well, to, yeah, I mean, we also overextended ourselves. So, you know, it wasn't like we just futzed around and then like, okay, I'm gonna work at ten. Second time you fuss, you <laughs> use futz, man. I think uh, you're, yeah, but uh, so yeah, we like put off our work until the very end and. Uh, yeah, until like the day before, and then we just, you know, like we would stay in the library, we'd go to the cave, the dungeon, you'd open the Doritos, everyone would be like, shh, and then we were walking down the street, and we were just like almost, almost like intoxicated with fatigue. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever had, had that feeling where you're so tired, you're so thoroughly exhausted that it just, it almost feels like the, the similar distortion of the senses that you experience when you're drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a thing, that you experience the same disorientation that you would if you're drunk when you're sleep-deprived. Mm. And when that's cumulative, it really does a number on you. And Adam had this roommate freshman year, Seth, who uh, who went to bed. I, I can say that, right? I don't think he'll ever listen. He'll, he'll never it's listen. Like he it's, like, it's like literally if this was like a family guy, be like a cutaway of like Seth. Like, what'd you just say? But, uh, but no, like literally Seth would like go to bed really early and um, it's like whatever it's like it's late like go to bed and um and then we just started calling each other seth yeah that's how seth i mean seth was the precursor to danny and then it became danny Danny. and i don't know how we started talking like that though <laughs> i don't know part of our weirdness classic danny anyway uh what's next what's next on the on the agenda here i would you know what i wish so maybe future bonus episodes we can do like a like a live like a live chat you know what I mean? Have people comment? Uh, well, so, so do you know, like for Facebook Live and Instagram Live, they yeah, like message you have people. Comments, yeah. So, all right, I'll show you my emails. I have Nervous Habits Podcast. We have a lot of a lot of people that are writing in, and we also have Twitter and Instagram now as well. So let's see what let's see what people are are commenting on the Nervous Habits website. And by the way, uh, shameless plug: if you don't follow us on uh, Twitter, it's Nervous Habits underscore. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's Nervous Habits Podcast. And so, right now, let's see what we have in our notifications. So, one listener actually credits this podcast for getting him um, interested in Quentin Tarantino. Because back in episode 15, I listed my top 50 favorite movies. Adam knows that list very well. And, um, and he said that he, he got into Tarantino as a result of the podcast. Adam, what's your response to that? Yeah, I mean, it, your list is... Definitely something to refer to. I haven't had a bad recommendation yet. Oh yeah, well, keep keep going through it. Um, let's see. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, you're not on Instagram, but it's pretty funny with the account. Like, like, do you see these memes? Yeah, I see the memes. Oh, it's really funny. <laughs> that's a that's a good meme. Oh, this is one of my favorites. 
What, how do you feel about like doing? So I thought about doing like a special episode like with a video component. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Well, I know I got I got a face for radio, so there's uh, there's always that. All right, so we got some emails here. Oh, that's uh, that's my personal email. I'm not gonna read those. Uh, let's see. This one is from Jack in Minnesota. It says, "A self-made man." Who always. <laughs> Not a question. It's a statement. It says, I am a self-made man who owes his life of success to nobody. I am saved by God through Jesus Christ. Jesus, yes, I'm one of those. I might have to edit some of this out. This is this is uh as as my as my other friend said, we are hereby diluting the quality of the podcast. Alright, so so here's something interesting. So the other day, I um I went on a date with a girl who yeah, I'm dating, uh, who is a teacher for she she's a teacher for fifth grade class. And she was just telling me that all of the children in her class, they're 11 years old, and she says that they're all very knowledgeable about all facets of modern life, whether it be internet memes or, you know, porn or raunchy movies. And it just, like, I don't know, you think about how you grew up in fifth grade, like, if you can kind of retreat to that, that like, headspace, and then you think about, like, today. Like, we are so lucky because we're adults today. Like, imagine growing up today and, you know, just having, like, being exposed to all these, it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of, like, eerie to think about. Like, the, I don't know, I feel like kids today grow up really quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was just talking to a colleague, uh, he had two hours in a car, so he jumped along a lot of topics, but she was talking about how her kids, one of them is in fifth grade, and she gave her a cell phone just to text and engage with folks on group chat, which is even a mind-boggling concept for us when we were that age, you know, 15 to 18 years ago. But 18? She, we're not that old, dude. <laughs> 18 <laughs> years ago? We're 27. Yeah, but you gave me an extra year. I need All that right. year. All right. All right, go ahead. 27, 28. But no, I mean, she was talking about, like, the real pitfalls of engaging in social media at 11 or 12 years old. And, you know, I know of countless examples where you have this culture infiltrate elementary school, which is pretty significant. You have third graders, like, mindlessly looking at iPads and cell phones, and even now, you're having kids brought up in a world of, okay, you have your screen time on your iPad. I mean, I guess we had television, but, you know, the whole thing with blue light and to have a screen in front of you and to have have it portable, you can take it anywhere. I mean, I think that's going to be a transformation of our culture. It should be interesting to see in the next generation how that affects folks. I mean, yeah. we're kind of at the tail end of it. I mean, we experienced that culture of arguably addiction to our mobile devices and screen time and our phones and whatnot. What happens if that's inculcated in you at age four, five, six well, years old? Why don't you inculcate some more of your drink over here? <laughs> no, Adam, I, I think it, I think, no, seriously, you drink up. I, 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 think, I think it's a great point. I, what's interesting is if you think about when you were a kid, like the only exposure you had to information was books, television, and your teachers and parents, yeah. right? Like there, were, there was very little computer access. There was no mobile devices. Like everything that, that you heard about and saw was filtered. You know what I mean? And so it, it becomes like – it becomes a question of like lack of control. I mean kids as young as like five can accidentally stumble – onto, you know, you name it, like violence and debauchery yeah. on YouTube or um, that that kind of setting. So it's it's kind of horrifying. Yeah. And I don't know about you, man, but like my kids, they're not, they're not getting those devices I, until they're until they're nice and old. I mean, I have 19, an interesting hypothetical for 25. you. 25. Well, what's here? <laughs> so I'm watching this. Would you rather this... platform wear pajamas? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm watching this HBO miniseries, or I kind of stopped, but it's called Years and Years. Yeah, you told uh, about it. Pretty good. I'd recommend it. Uh, aligned with the type of content that you would hear basically it projects 15 years into the future and all the societal implications that we'll wrestle with but basically there's this allegorical candidate who's kind of a dictator running for office in england but the point i'm trying to make is she basically used as a rallying point that these elementary school kids are stumbling onto porn and then she uses that as a cudgel to be like Here's a device that you can use to shut off the Wi-Fi in your house. So she basically wow. is using and wants to distribute these as a means of our kids' you know, cultures are being – our kids' whole way of life is being sullied by all these terrible images that they see online. So there's this device that she introduces that can just shut off the Wi-Fi in the immediate area. And the data. And the data. Yeah, right. right. There's a world without data. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. So – 
I mean, just to think about, I mean, that's taken to an extreme, but it is, there is a kernel of truth in that, right? I mean, kids can, I mean, I know there are parental controls and things like that, but not all parents are stringent to the point where a kid can just like, okay, here's a screen. And then you like stumble onto some pretty terrible content. Dude, it's, that's, that's really interesting to think about. I've also, along those same lines, have you ever thought about like, what if you had a self-destruct button that would like blow up the internet? Like, what if you could take down the entire internet? Like, think about, I mean, there's, there's so many questions that would, like, stem from that, but one of them is, like, think about the mass panic that would ensue. Uh, yes, we did live in a world once where there was no <laughs> internet access, like, not too long ago. You mean but... they didn't have, a came didn't have iPads in the Paleolithic era? <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, like, y- y- you up? Like, literally sends her, like, sends her a DM from the other cave? <laughs> you're, you're in, like, the one cave, she's in another cave, like, hey? <laughs> <laughs> who did new phone? Who this? Um, but no, I mean you're thinking from you're literally thinking like an adult. You're thinking from like a, a finance finance. Yeah, th- that's another. There's some, there's some inside jokes that are splattered through this. So you're thinking from like a, an adult like commercial perspective of like wow, like the stock exchange. If the, you know people would be immobilized because they couldn't, the markets would collapse or whatever. I, no, 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 no. That, that's fine. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, I'm um, I'm more thinking of like thinking about like how people would regain freedom over how to spend their time. Like instead, you know what I mean? Like, like people would have to go outside. You'd walk outside. You'd be like, where, where, where is it? You wouldn't feel the compulsion to like check your pocket and look. It's at like your when phone. we were in college and uh, and and you you didn't see you saw someone in graduation. You're like, where were you all four years? Yeah, right. They were just they were in their room, man. They were on their phone. You know what I'm saying? But that's interesting. Years and years. I might have to check that out. Um. So all right. So someone actually. All right. So, 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 so this is kind of cool. Someone actually emailed me. Um, this this was like a week or two ago, and they just threw me a bunch of w- would you rather questions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask gonna ask our, uh, really our di- like uh, distinguished nothing in the well. <laughs> distinct no, get out of here. What are you talking about? Nothing in the well. Oh, would you rather give up breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Um, this- I'd give up lunch. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you serious? I'd rather have a and this is what I do on the weekends. I have a huge breakfast at like ten or eleven o'clock, and then I eat dinner. It's how are not you good? How are you but- hungry when you wake up? Well, I mean, usually it's just like two to three hours after I wake up. Dude. If, you, if I had to choose, I'd give up lunch. Well, actually, my answer differs. Probably breakfast on the, breakfast on the, I guess, during the week and then dinner on the weekends. I mean, sorry. Dude, this is lunch on the That's weekends. not how this works, man. You can't, you can't like, like have each day. This isn't a custody battle. You know, you get the kids on the weekend, someone gets on the But no, I mean, I'm more saying like, like, how do you even have an appetite in the morning? Like, for me, I wake up and it's a struggle to get something down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. Breakfast. That, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd probably see. I'd probably cut out breakfast because I already kind of do. Um. All right, here we go. Oh, this one's good. Hey, Adam, I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> would you rather win ten thousand dollars or let your best friend win a hundred thousand dollars? That's a really good question. And what we're assuming, we were assuming that the best friend is not allowed to. to there's no negotiations. Like. You can't tell your best friend you have to split half. Would you rather win 10 Gs or let your best friend win 100 Gs? Oh, I'd hope the best friend would share some of the winning. But it's anonymous, though. Th- th- those are the terms. The best friend doesn't know where it came from. It's not like the best friend knows that you orchestrated it. So either you get 10 Gs in the bank or your best friend gets 100 Gs. Uh, this, this is all after taxes, too. No taxes. I guess the best friend winning 100 I don't know, man. And the thing is, the thing is, I need the money more than you do. <laughs> Especially yeah, totally, now, yeah, now that you're buying, you're, you're taking Uber X and you're buying. <laughs> what is like you're, a two dollar difference? You're getting wine. Yeah, two dollar difference. Um, all right, here we go. This is gross. Would you, <laughs> Would you rather have no eyebrows or only one eyebrow? Uh, probably no eyebrows. Wouldn't it be disconcerting to have one full eyebrow? <laughs> well, if you had one eyebrow. I feel like it'd be, it'd be super intimidating. You know what I mean? Like everyone would just be like, "What happened to his other eyebrow?" Like, don't, you know, don't ask. He doesn't. He doesn't like to talk about it. Um, would you rather eat mayonnaise out of a jar for breakfast every day, or apply it to your skin three times per day? Definitely eat mayonnaise out of the jar for breakfast, dude. You'd be your cholesterol would be insane. Well, it didn't specify how much mayonnaise. You could have like one spoonful of mayonnaise. Andrew, would you rather eat mayonnaise out of the jar for breakfast every day or apply it to your skin three times a day? How much do I have to eat for breakfast? That's a great question. I'm going to say <laughs> the picture. I'm going to say like a spoonful. Oh, yeah, easy, dude. A spoonful of mayonnaise 
No, no, not a spoonful. A cup. A quarter cup. <laughs> a quarter just... cup. That's still not enough. It'd have to be like half the jar for that to be Dude, something worth considering. Mayonnaise is probably the most, one of the mo- one of the single most unhealthy pro- like food products that's readily accessible. It's literally just fat. It's fat in a jar. It's so bad for you. Um, okay, let's, let's see. All right, n- now it's time for the hard ones. Here we go. Um... Oh, 42. Oh, 42 is tough. All right. This one this one's going to this one's going to fuck with us a little bit. Would you rather be blind or not be able to talk for the rest of your life? That's a very good one. That's a good one. Dude, I, I would I would I would literally take my own life cuz <laughs> those are the two things I enjoy the most, speaking and seeing. Like I'd, there's I'd probably I'd rather not be able to talk. Yeah, there are alternative ways that you can communicate with people. Whoa, 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 you guys are picking not to be able to talk? Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, because See, blind, it's like shutting so off an entire Alright, so is it a situation where you physically, like, you're mute, you physically can't... Or, or, like, is it if you talk, you die? Like, that kind of... Because like, what if it's, like, a situation where, like, you have I to mean, save someone? Probably, Look out! And then... Well, what is that? A quiet place. That's the whole theme of a quiet place, right? Yeah, that movie sucked. So, you guys are picking not be able to talk? Yeah, because you can more, see and still communicate through other means. As I think interest. a more interesting question is, like, if you can't communicate at all with others through any other means, right? <laughs> dude, I don't know who sent this. This is weird. Um, wait, fifty. Dude, fifty's right. fucking weird. Would, would you rather live forever or die in the next five minutes? Live forever. Uh, somebody give me a knife. Live. Do you say easy? <laughs> do, do you know what forever is? We're about to get metaphysical. Absolutely die in the next five minutes. Don't even have to think about. It. All right, hand me a knife. <laughs> Literally <laughs> die in the next five minutes. Easiest question. Are you all right, man? Do you want to talk? <laughs> Dude, living forever sucks. I was I, I might have talked about in a previous episode more. I think episode thirteen, uh, we talked about mortality and and like what it means to die and, and loss of you know, deprivation and all that. Think about it, you're the last human once our species eventually uh, becomes extinct. But what so happens to you? Floating around in in space after you know the inevitable heat dust the the universe. It's it's like the universe being ever. I guess actually, like forever, yeah. like literally forever. Then you would lose all the people you love, and yeah, I guess feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is gallows humor right here. No, the problem is like forever. So, all right, we don't we don't have to get like like religious or whatever. We could if you want to, but like the thing with spirituality is one of the reasons why people are so um, I feel are are on such a good path and a bad like because immor like eternity is a long time. It sa- it sounds like a very basic premise, but there's there's no end, man. There's no relief, like. You, like forever and by the way that could be any kind of it could be a good existence you could have a great existence forever but more than likely it's gonna suck and then you have to watch you know everyone you know die like like that so yeah that's kind of morbid but yeah I would die in the next five minutes so it was nice knowing you buddy um <laughs> these are your last words <laughs> oh dude so 53 I'm, yeah, I'm, that's this is literally so would you rather by the way this this viewer listener is dedicated they came up with 120 questions all right so i think they just stole them from a website because they definitely didn't come up with these would you rather oh, this might be the uh, the well that you were speaking of adam <laughs> oh okay, go to the well timmy <laughs> would you rather be able to ch- change the past oh, or see into the future so in the 13th episode i talked about jose fernandez's tweet if you could read the last page of the book in your life would you because you know, you know, he tweeted that and then he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally talked about that, and that's kind of the same question. Would you rather be able to change the past or change the future? Like, I guess there's two questions. Well, if you could change the past, your future would be better. Wouldn't that be the understanding? N- Did you not see the butterfly effect? I didn't see the butterfly effect, dude. Actually. What it's less time with years and years <laughs> and family feud? By the way, this guy has like I know I watch. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna acknowledge this for the first time on Nervous Habits in the bonus episode, but I will probably not acknowledge it on the regular episodes. I know I watched The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelorette, but I can still pass judgment on you for watching Family Feud. I don't watch Family and Feud. cooking shows yeah, and I years watch and years. Yeah, a cooking show once in a blue moon. Years and years is a critically acclaimed show on HBO. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably get hooked on it. But anyway, so where was I going with this? Yeah, you said that you covered that in episode 13, like changing the past, butterfly Oh, no, effect. the butterfly effect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So in the butterfly effect, which is a really good movie, though, it's not in my, like, top 50. Um, what so is you, the premise? The premise is, let me see if I remember. Let me, let me dig, dig deep. The premise is it's about a kid. It's about a guy played by Ashton Kutcher, and he's reading his journal from when he was a little boy. And when he opens the journal, he goes back into whatever page he's in. It's, it's kind of, like, cheesy. But after Wasn't he— Wasn't that a horror movie, though? Kind of. 
And then after he's in like a day or whatever in the life of you so know, so does he inhabit this person? Yes, like, it's him. His younger persona. So he's you know 40, 30 years old, and he goes back, and then he's seven, and he's at home, and then he like instead of you know taking the balloon from the girl, he like gives her a piece of cake, and then he goes back to the future, and now he's like married to her. Or oh, wow. uh, so I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember the, the particulars, but like or instead of um, you know, instead of sitting with one person at lunch, he sits with someone else. And, you know, he's like a zookeeper instead of like an accountant. Like it totally – so the whole premise of the movie – I much, gotta see that movie, by the way. It's, the thing is the premise is better than the movie. The, the, so the, prem, the premise is better than the execution. It's – I mean a lot of movies are like that. Like the screenplay was probably pretty good but the acting and the directing was, was bad. Um, be that as it may, it, it's a really cool idea. Like – I, I guess put this question aside for a moment. Like, like, like we're moving past this. Um, like, a butterfly that flaps its wings in New Mexico has the power to cause a hurricane in China. It, I've never heard of it. It's it's a chaos theory. It's like every every little yeah, every, every little decision has lasting implications. Every for micro like space time continuum. So, I mean, so I guess if you answer that, based on how you answer that question, is indicative of am I satisfied with my current? Reality, and I want to look into the future, or an acknowledgement that I think my future will be that much better if I go into the past and change particular moments in time. But it's just like, why risk it? Like, your future right now is indeterminate, but you kind of have the control to shape it however you want. Whereas if you go into the past, you risk, like... Even something that might seem like a, a good action in the past, I guess. Something where it's like, oh, I know if I did this in... You know, the opposite way, I feel like it would work out better, and then you're shocked to be like, oh my god, I'm in a terrible position in life. I don't know about you, but, like, I'm trying to think in my life, like, like, and, and I'll be, I'll be like... So are there three to five moments you could pinpoint that I would go to these three moments and do it entirely differently? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think what those are, um, but we can, we can, like, we can take a beat, we can, we can build some, build some suspense. Yeah, like... And you don't need to reveal. Like, no, I mean, I, I want to, you know, I want to, want to share with my listeners. It's like this is what you guys from bonus content reveal from Ricky. Well, it's to be honest, in in Mike, yeah, right. The big, the big reveal, <laughs> the decision. Um, you know, in my life, it's probably things that I had said that I wish I didn't say. If you could see into the future, that would change the timeline of the future. Well, just seeing into the future. Oh, you're saying even the knowledge of what happens can. It wouldn't change in that moment. I feel like you would just have a different trajectory no, of action. Adam, dude. Alright, I, I don't Or I, your knowledge instantly triggers a new timeline. I'm gonna think creatively here. Let's say that <laughs> this is really dark, so I, I apologize, but let's say that on uh, like we both could see into the future and we see that like you're this is so shitty to say, I'm not gonna say it. We see that that you might get in like a, a car accident in the next couple days. And Instead of taking a car, you decide you're going to walk. And then all of a sudden, if you ever see like Final Destination, there's like there's like a minus one, it's like an imbalance in the universe. So then you're walking around and other actions that resulted from you in the car accident, um, they end up causing like ripples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you're you have to consider your life is in is just one blip in a tapestry of lives. Like tapestry all, of lives. All of our trajectories are interconnected. Would change I, anything that you like, but you then you would have to determine. Then you could just say simply like, okay, I'll just do what I did anyway. I mean, that knowledge probably leads you to certain Dude, decisions. It's like I mean, it always comes back to Black Mirror because that's like both of our one of our favorite shows. But like in uh, Hang the DJ, which yeah. I've spoken about, oh, I think, I love I think Ian and I've spoken about it on the podcast, and I mentioned it maybe with other people too. But in the episode, uh, and by the way, the premise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, the premise is it's like an, an uh, it's like a world where no matter what relationship you're in, there's an expiration date. And these two people decide we're not going to look at the expiration date. And the guy looks at the expiration date and it says five years. But then it recalibrates because his looking at it and his knowing that it's five years actually caused it to be like, what was it, six months and then two months and, yeah, month, and eventually like decreasing. 24 hours. Yeah. So yeah. to your point about like looking in the future, I mean what if you like look and you don't like who you're married to or <laughs> you don't like the job or you don't like your kids? What if you have like – what if you have like a kid and you know the kid is like doesn't have a great life and then you start second guessing like maybe I shouldn't have like brought this kid into the world I know that's, well that's, that's just one construct that's, that's, that I find really like this term of 
yeah, any major relationship you have, if you were able to look and say, you know, what's the expiration date on this? I mean, that would be pretty impactful. But it, it speaks to a broader trend of like knowing what happens, even just the knowledge of your future. But I guess the distinction lies in with the past, you know the actions that you want to change. In the future, it's the uncertainty. So, you know, the future, there's all that anticipation and anxiety. In the past, it's like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. That's true. That's In a... the future, it's like this very fearful perspective. In the past, I mean, if you're going back in the past, I guess you know what you want to change, but you don't know the, the impact that that has. In the future... You have to change everything that you do. So I feel like the burden of action is more of looking into the future. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because changing the past, to your point of this movie, which now I'm definitely going to look into. Because like, uh, I love this. You're going to watch it and be like, this sucked. <laughs> it sounds great conceptually. but it, It's a great concept. So, so you were saying the future. Yeah, I know. But, you know, in the past, like, even something that you feel like, oh, this is the right thing to do could have had a negative impact on the people surrounding you ultimately or lead you into a life that you didn't want so it's an unend it's yeah it's like a faustian bargain it's like both faustian can- bargain wow you're, you're really you really came prepared for this like <laughs> spontaneous like improvised improvised it's like this is my plan all along conversation adam's like got notes in his pocket um no you're right it, it is a faustian bargain and um it yeah it's it's perplexing and it's also it also kind of like really like dark and, and um by the way there should totally be a black mirror episode of me able to change the past oh you mean like of the show yeah well, well the show we've talked like the show's like running out of technology because i feel like any oh, the last three episodes were so bad any um any technology on the show like they've had if you think about like any any way the technology can improve our lives like they have a device that allows you to like view your memories they have a device that allows like you can you know bring someone back who died you can a hologram after death you know the cookies that can do your job for you. Um, uh, you know any technology, but then very much like they're running out of it. So going back into the past, they haven't done time travel, have they? They could. That that we be- talked about this. There were a whole series of concepts that Black Mirror, I feel like, is not exploring for whatever reason. What else do we have besides time travel? Well, I think it's like exploring these more systemic issues, like a world in post-climate change or something like that. Or, uh, well, maybe that was like the main thing I'm thinking. I feel like we were like, oh, Black Mirror could do this and do that and do this. And, you know, they're, the last three episodes were so technolo- like uninspiring in terms of the philosophical issues that they brought up. I mean, some of the best episodes... Uh, I mean, first of all, brilliantly executed twists. But like, yeah, White Bear, when you have someone's punishment as a sideshow and form of entertainment for people, like, is that ethical or not to have someone relive the same trauma that they underwent? I mean, Nosedive is basically an evolution of I our love social that show. media. That was like my favorite. I mean, that that's not that infeasible. We've already talked I, about that. Have, have we talked about Nosedive? I, don't know I mean, not on the show. podcast, I've never, but it's basically we're already there. I mean, Uber and the other apps where it's dependent on a rating. But I feel like, so if you haven't seen Nosedive, it's an episode of Black, of Black Mirror, um, and essentially it's a, a society where everyone has a 1 through 5 rating, and every facet of the world, whether it be like renting a car, or going to social events, or dating, it's dependent on this rating, and you have a consultant who actually like like meets with you and like tells you like here's the the tools that you can use in order to to secure a higher rating. So, I, I mean, we don't have it, but it'd be interesting to like ponder. You know, I feel like you have that now with social media influencer, or like social media consultants. There definitely are people like, oh, how can we make you influencers? How can we elevate true. your standing, increase your follower base? That's all there already. And then you have the outcasts who aren't on social media and who don't have like 50,000 followers and they only have 50 followers like, right so it is it is kind of like a currency like the number yeah. of, of likes you have as like a currency it's like that line from the Chainsmokers song like how many likes does my life work alright let's let's look at a couple more of these here kind of kind of like like uh, that was deep yeah, that, that could be a whole well, that, that could be the prompt for a whole like podcast well, well that was heavy I mean I think like we could do an episode on this this whole like concept of, of uh, likes and and the five star and and that kind of thing like that could be I could see that being something. All right, let's see. Would you rather live without music or TV? Hmm. No music. You ever read The Giver? Uh, actually, I've never yeah. read The Giver. You, you'd live without TV. Well, I'd live without. Yeah, TV. I mean, you're a music right. guy. 
You think it's an easy? Well, I mean, what does I mean, that I mean? I think it's, it's still a film and stuff, right? That's a, that's like a loophole. I, I think <laughs> that's they, not a loophole. The question is TV. No, I think they mean a, like physically ATV. Like you couldn't oh, you couldn't oh, watch okay. anything on a screen. Like otherwise, it could be like, yeah, I won't watch but Netflix, but I'll watch it. Also means no video games or anything either. Yeah, like like no. I mean, I guess your phone. Like Fuck. I don't know. I, I, I guess I you can't. Might, I actually might say no music then. You can't look at anything. I'd say no to music. Probably. So just no screen-based mediums. Correct. Going forward, then in that scenario, I would choose. But I feel like, and, and this is also kind of like interesting to consider. I feel like music is inevitable because anything can be music. Like music could write, music could be poetry, could be like rap. Like if I'm humming, if I'm patting my feet, like couldn't that be music? So then, like our our expression is kind of stifled. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about I'm thinking about it too like heavily. You think music would just sprout up organically? I'm just like, thinking, what do I listen to when I work out? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like literally without like Eminem and like Lil Wayne it's and like Roy Jones Jr. That's I'm like, like uh, changing the fast, and then you're like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I go back to the fast, and I'm like three, like four hundred pounds. Um, all right, a couple more here. I'm um, uh, here's one for girls, Adam. Would you rather for girls? Would you rather dump someone else or be the person getting dumped? Um, I'd rather be the person getting dumped because dumping someone is really hard. Dumping someone is like stressful and also you have a lot of guilt. Yeah, and probably the person getting dumped. I would agree with that. Well, now live on the podcast. I'm sorry, man. It's just it's not going to work. I, I think we want I think we want different things and you're 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 really great, but I, it just it, I don't feel it, you know? Right, I'm, I'm sorry, man. If you want we can be friends, but probably not. <laughs> Would you rather? So I okay. Would you rather have many good friends or one very best oh, friend? That's interesting. So I'm gonna reframe this. Would you? Mm, should I reframe it? I shouldn't reframe it. I don't know. I'm always of the belief that it's better to have four quarters than a hundred pennies. So I would rather. Uh, but many compared to one. Well, how do you define good and how do you define best? You, a best friend is a confidant that you would invest any like confide <sighs> anything in, and then a good friend there's always like a limitation. But why are these the only options? <laughs> I feel like the better question would be like, would you rather have like, like casual friends. Would you rather have like fifty good friends or three best friends? Because for me, it's always going to be like I'd yeah, rather have like the best friends. Best friends. Yeah, no, um, would you rather live in a utopia as a normal person or in a dystopia, but you are the supreme ruler? That's a really good, that that would be the best one from this whole thing. Uh, a normal person in a utopia. That was quick. Yeah, I, I guess I the mean, question because, are, are, are like, you like selfish? Utopia is a perfect society, so ideally. A normal person is you're living a perfect life. In a dystopia, yeah, I mean, I guess you have power, but it's a terrible world that's surrounding you. All right, let's say we're on Avatar The Last... Oh, but I, I didn't answer. Um, I'll tell you... <laughs> I want <laughs> Supreme Ruler in Dystopia. That kind of sounds fun. Uh, Wait, would you rather not know your age or not know your name? All right, this is going to be the last one. Um, would you rather not know your age or not know your name? Well, if you don't know your name, what do people call you? I feel like it's you wouldn't know your age. It would also give you like a sense of obliviousness or bliss and like not knowing because like the age, the age inevitably you're like oh I better do something by X. There are all these societal expectations. I better do something by Y. You know you can actually have something tangible. Say oh my god I'm getting old. If you don't know your age, you kind of just live out your life without that pressure. But wouldn't there be tangible like indicators of how old you are? Oh, sure. But then you don't know the difference between 25 and 35, for example. I mean, right? if you... Let's say you had, like, serious amnesia right now. And you, like... You, like, all of a sudden, you know, descended into the world and you had no idea, like, how old you were. I mean, like... I mean, you look young. You could pass for, like, 13. Like, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, maybe like maybe like sixteen, I mean. Okay, I don't think I can pass for that yet. All right, not, not all right. I'm, all right not Give that me yet. some credit. All right, fine. Seventeen, final offer. I don't get carded in most places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna get carded, but like, yeah, you're right. It, I would probably say that I would rather know. I think I would rather. What's the question? Would you Would you rather not know your name or your age? I don't know. How does not knowing your name? At all play out, so you don't have a name because people need to refer to you as something. So okay, it's it's like a Black Mirror. So you you know Black Mirror. Uh, So you know the episode where where John Hamm only saw like like blocks, like he saw like black. Yeah, that was part of his punishment. He didn't see. He was he he was blocked, so he couldn't see anyone. It's the same thing. Like people would say Andrew, and you just hear it would be like muffled. Yeah, like people would know your name, or you or you you just couldn't be addressed. But like it'd be hard for someone to can't, couldn't get your attention. No, by, no, they could because you're, you're invisible. You, practically, you, but no, you respond to the muffle. 
Someone says, ooh, and you go, ooh, it's your alternative. <laughs> but wouldn't that be a name? Uh, the alternative is uh, not knowing your age. I said not knowing your age. I mean, that gives you a sense yeah, of Yeah, but your list, what right? if you're like 150 and like you're like getting drunk, you know? I just don't think that that would, that would uh, be super as impactful. I think I would rather not know my age. Like, You'd rather not know your age? You'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my name's too important. I'll, I'd I'll, have some like benefits too. I'm sort of with you. Like, I'll take... Some. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know the difference between 25 and 30. You wouldn't feel pressures that come with every milestone in terms yeah. of age. Mm. Yeah, so uh, so that wraps up the Would You Rather segment. So anyway, um, so I'm thinking, is there anything else uh, from when we were on sports with Rick Rab that we, uh, if we have any, like, longtime fans, anyone who's been with us along this journey the last 10 hard years? Pivot. Um, oh, you said hard pivot? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> so um, if we have any, like, longtime fans, uh, remember, remember the last Lick segment? <laughs> We would that do would uh, be apt for right now. I know we're over like an hour. Yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah. This is long. The one I did with uh, the, the prior two bonus episodes were I think they were like forty five, fifty minutes. So um, we're really, we're really uh, running out, running out of time here. No, but I was gonna say, um, last licks we would do, we would go around and then we would you all would do the sound that. We would all list uh, something. Uh, wasn't Jesse Manning on our show once? We would all list like something, uh, you know, looking forward to for the weekend. Adam would, you know... Um, yeah, it would be like some reflection on a big moment in sports or like, oh, what's going on this weekend or just in general. Because it was on Thursday afternoons at 4 o'clock. Yeah. All right, what, what do you got for us today? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, biggest takeaway from this conversation is, and man, we could talk about that butterfly effect premise like all day long. Yeah. That just opened up a can of worms for me. Now I'm going to like... Going the rabbit going, going home? Yeah, he's going to be up all night. He's going to be like click, clicking through like Wikipedia. It's actually funny. I, I want to see the second. Maybe I inspire. I might see the second one. But it, it, the movie actually freaked me out. I don't want to ruin it for you, but the ending the ending was so scary and okay, horrifying. Okay, I can't. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, you're not going to watch it? No, watch it. Watch it. Because there's an alternate ending on YouTube that's much better. I know, but like you know how it, I respond to movies like a ride. Can I tell them? How it ends? No, can I tell them about Enemy? Yeah, you can tell them about Enemy. So Enemy is a movie... And there are spiders in the movie as symbolism. And at one point in the movie, and I'm not going to say when or where or whatever, there's just a giant spider. And Adam literally freaked out and had to leave the room. It was it was horrifying. No, I left before the giant spider. Yeah, you left way before the giant spider. But uh, but anyway, what do you got for us? Can you think of anything? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, wow, I haven't done this in a while. Yeah, it's been uh, all right. So so, so let's the, say the nature of the last lick is a lot different. The nature of the last lick, one one lick, <laughs> one lick. It's like no, but uh, if you had to like summarize the past like six years for for, for your listeners that have been following you since sports, well, I think it's apt that we're we still have this rapport that we can have on, I guess, a podcast show the evolution from radio to podcast in six years. Do you remember WBRS? We had those like. Those annoying like headphones, and then the mics didn't yeah, work. And right. We had to <laughs> no. There was like one microphone that worked, and then David Goldberg would get like a good mic, but he didn't contribute. <laughs> the only like literally the show was all sports. It's funny. It was called Sports with Rick Rab. I don't know. It was it was it was just funny. It was just literally Adam and I talking about baseball for like an hour. Actually, no, it was like an hour and a half. And then occasionally people would chime in about other stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, yeah, just uh, how we can still have this. It's funny. I mean, it's almost like a gigantic sense of deja vu to do this six years later. I mean, we've both had incredibly formative experiences. Our lives have changed pretty drastically over six years. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to... Or five years, sorry. I don't want to, like... So, on the last bonus episode with Jeremy and Stephanos, we were at the five-year reunion, which which you actually missed, um, and, and we missed you a lot there. But we had asked ourselves, like, are, like how different are you? Like now, as opposed to five years ago. So I guess I want to ask the same question: like, Are you like really different now than you were five years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah. In, in what ways? Uh, well, I think like definitely more willing to take risks, like put myself out there, more socially engaged. Um, you know, just more assertive in a workplace atmosphere, more confident in myself. Yeah, I mean, I think I've grown a lot from the person that I was in college. So. Uh, slow trajectory i guess but yeah i think if i look if i were to look back at me as a senior and me now it'd be a pretty stark picture okay uh, part two this is something we asked on the on the, the bonus episode if you had a beer or in my case a cider with your uh 18 year old self or rather with your 22 year old self how would your 22 how would your 27 year old self react to your 22 year old self and how would your 27 year old self react to your 18 year old self if i go ahead uh shocked at the 18 year old self 
Shocked in what sense? Oh, like just <laughs> like how immature and meek and like sheepish that I was. Meek. <laughs> I just got a text finally from a. Uh, from, from... <laughs> Yeah, you know, very shy. If you, very... by the way, if you look on, so, so I, oh my, if you go on Adam's Facebook page, you probably can't because it's all private. But you look at his like pictures when he was younger; it's, it's adorable. All right, so you, so you, you uh, shocked twenty twenty two. I mean, I think you're more much more similar now to twenty two than eighteen. Like, yeah, correct. The the correct. bigger gap in development. You in think my between opinion. eighteen and twenty two? Oh yeah, twenty two and twenty seven. I, mean, I don't think you're all that different from when you were twenty two. Well, these are all changes that you know since we've been apart for five years. Like I've just noticed in. Are you saying I don't know you? You got some schmutz. No, other eye, other eye. No, other eye. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You were talking about... No, he's, he's literally crying, you guys. He's tearing up. So sorry, you said... um. No, I just think like, yeah, in certain contexts, uh, professionally and socially, yeah, I feel like I've grown in a lot of different ways. But yes, yeah, so I think the more... Shocking acknowledgement would be from 18 to 27 as opposed to 22 to 27. But hmm. there are a lot of ways that I've grown, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to – I already answered it from last time. But yeah, so uh, so this has been very different. Like, I, like this has been unlike any bonus episode we've had. Really, well, any episode. Had two, right? I mean, yeah, but, but this has been, like, unlike any episode we've had of Nervous Habits, and I hope that – I hope that uh, you guys haven't lost respect for me as a person. Uh, someone's going to be like, this is scatterbrained on the bonus episode. Like, Imagine if someone listens to this. Like that's their their, that's fir- their, first. their first exposure, and meanwhile, I have all this like really gripping content on like death and mortality and Sorry, beha- I understand beha- the episode. behavioral addiction, and then and then they hear like, oh, would you rather eat breakfast <laughs> or dinner? Would you rather listen to music or TV? Danny, 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 uh, Adam's tearing up. You got some schmutz, you know, inculcated. Um, but uh, no, but like, what was I gonna say? This has been unlike anything we've done. It's super disjointed. It's super incoherent. All over the place, but you know what? It's it's beautiful in its own way, and uh, and as promised, this will go up unedited and unfiltered, and uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a blast. Maybe we'll get you back to do another one of these in the future. Yeah, I think we have a couple of topics uh, to go for the down the well for, so to speak. Some good stuff. So this has been a uh, bonus episode of uh, Nervous Habits, and just just so you guys are aware, we do have another episode coming up. Um, this is this is one that I'm really excited about coming up next week on Nervous Habits, and it's going to be about personality psychology. Uh, we are going to be talking about what exactly is personality, how do our personalities form, how do we measure our personality, and how do you know if you have a personality disorder or if you're just really paranoid. We'll be exploring the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, and answer the question of whether our personalities will change over time or whether they will remain the same forever. That's coming up next week on Nervous Habits. Adam, thank you for being here for this bonus episode number three of Nervous Habits Podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. Hope to be back on soon. Well, you won't be back in fight. All right. This has been uh, Ricky Rose and Nervous Habits signing off. Stay nervous, guys. Nervous Habits. Bonus content. <laughs>